Act Five of Adelgita, or the Fruits of a Single Error by Matthew Lewis. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Five. Scene One A Gothic Hall Splendidly Illuminated. Banquet tables on right and left, around which are Tancred and the Knights, pages attending. Throne and chairs. Giscard on throne. Flourish. Why, this looks well. Fill every goblet high. All fill goblets. Oh, heavens, tis sweet o'er friendship's bowl to talk of perils past, and share our joys with these who shared our dangers. Rising. But speak of war no more. For lo, she comes, whose presence sheds around her peace and joy. All rise. Enter Adelgita, with Claudia and ladies. O oh, welcome, welcome as the wished-for port to some long-absent seaman. Why, my soul, hast thou so long deprived me of thy sight? Giscard, so ill I merit. I'm so conscious, my heart, that couldst thou read giscar with anxiety methinks thou art strangely pale yet tis no wonder that place where thou hast been to-night adelgita alarmed to-night that, that place thou knewest then that religious duties have long detained thee in st hilda's chapel and much i fear the damp from vaults exhaling the marble walls the night winds chilling blasts Adelgita, with a mixture of irony. A true, true, the night wind. Oh, it is nothing more. It will soon be past. Giscard, taking a goblet from a page. I trust so. Look round thee, sweet. Apulia's champions stand, expecting from thy lips their best reward. Greet them, my love. Adelgita takes a bowl, then suddenly dashes it on the ground. Away! Tis filled with blood. She raves. Giscar, surprised. What means it? Have I deserved this, Giscard? I have loved thee with such truth, such fondness. I know how monstrous was my fault, but this. Oh, this was cruel. <gasps> cruel. Weeping on Claudia's bosom. Why weep and hide thy face? Turn to thy Giscard. Turn to him who loves thee. Adelgita, eagerly. Thou lovest me. I repeat those blessed words. Swear still thou lovest me. Canst thou doubt my love? Adelgita, insisting on the word. Still? Lovest me still? I'll pronounce that word. Still, still. Giscar, surprised at her wild energy still love thee more than life adelgita exulting why then ye heavens in thunder speak your wrath i'll hear and smile conscience thy sting is lost he loves me still and all things else are trifles hail warriors hail resume your seats all sit fill high your balls with wine swell round me choral music and peals of bursting joy rise rise and drown that voice i will not hear 
this change so sudden this frantic rapture ask not what it means <laughs> thou lovest me and i'm blessed oh, let that suffice come chieftains i guess god come emma without where where's the prince adelgita shuddering tis emma tis his daughter emma rushes in wildly and reinulf justice justice o oh, princely giscar at thy feet i fall and clasp thy knees and call on thee for vengeance see these torn ringlets pallid cheeks eyes swollen and pity me my heart is stabbed is breaking he's dead oh heaven he's dead rise emma rise whom mourn ye can i speak the name and live the assassin's dagger near the rocks he lies pale breathless cold i threw me by his side and strove to warm him against my heart in vain he's dead he's dead my father's dead thy father savagely murdered oh wretched emma how i suffer emma to adelgita ah you weep but had you seen as i did his pale cheeks his gaping wound the cold dews stealing down his brows his limbs convulsed by dying pangs emma emma thou drive me mad confused by rage and horror i know not to console but doubt not lady if still otranto holds the wretch i'll find him and take such dread revenge forgive my boldness fainting through anguish on her father's corpse the princess knows not ere we left the rocks the assassin was surprised produce the wretch exit reynolds and returns with lothair in chains behold him lothair the assassin no prince no on my soul no if aught that's ill had menaced the life of emma's father he had found no surer safeguard than lothair giscar to reynolds what proofs he's lurking mid the rocks his sword unsheathed found near the corpse their well-known enmity this day's events all all confirm him guilty to lothair what hast thou done base wretched youth thy crime at once robs thee of life and me of honour a sovereign slain a sovereign at my court who sought protection and who found a grave what can i say so deep and dark a gloom involves my fate that i despair to pierce it the snow that falls is not from taint so pure as are my hands from blood my lips from falsehood then clear thy conduct and relieve my heart which trembles for thy love thy life thy virtue who placed thy falchion by my father's course so near him didst thou not hear his shriek for succour knowst thou whose hand he turns away in silence adelgita aside i'll reward him heaven wilt thou not speak i'll answer this but no more as i've a soul to save the hand which slew thy father was not mine then whose barbarian go thou ne'er hast loved me 
lived in thy breast one feeling spark thou couldst not suffer such doubts to rack her soul who would not grieve thine for the world's wealth inhuman emma to die were better than to cause those tears oh spare me spare me leave me to my fate i know not what to think his oaths his anguish should he indeed be guiltless gracious prince know that on michael's corpse the note was found which lured him to these secret rocks was it not signed it was not but the writing perhaps may lend some cue you counsel well produce the note exit Reynolds. adelgita aside i'm lost lothair aside she started then it was hers adelgita in a low voice to claudia now claudia now now resource lothair aside i hear his steps adelgita breathless with anxiety now now lothair aside what must be done oh wretched woman re-enter reynolf reynolf kneeling this letter prince lothair snatching it and tearing it shall ne'er betray its writer this makes the secret safe rash youth forbear emma in despair then there's no hope he's guilty what means thy daring act it means i know the hand which traced these lines and murdered michael the cry of murder drew me to the spot where michael breathed his last i seized the assassin whose life was in my power i swore to save it adelgita aside oh generous youth giscar peremptorily one word decides thy fate one choice is left thee reveal the culprit or thou diest this instant lead to the scaffold giscar furious tis enough guards seize him yet be advised lothair nor hope to bury this strange mysterious secret in the grave the rack will force it from thee try its strength then thou'lt find that virtue has more power to blunt the shafts of pain than man has art to forge them nor can thy torture so afflict my body as violated vows would rack my mind i'll hear no more bear him to instant death distracting sound emma not one last look force him away emma farewell farewell dragged away by the guards obey me to the block adelgita with a dreadful shriek oh spare him spare him he's guiltless giscar starting how adelgita desperate he's guiltless he's my son all start while she rushes to lothair and clasps him in her arms thy son thy son oh gods what is it i hear my shame my guilt my fondness my despair twas i who murdered michael i who now repeat lothar is guiltless is my son 
please to lay down my life to save my child and die for him who would have died for me embracing him lothair kneeling oh mother adilgitha whose virtues art thou a murderess thou nay never doubt it i own my crime and i desire no pardon the tale thou heardst from me to-day was mine the father of lothar long ere thou sawest me robbed me of peace and honour fatal chance betrayed to michael's heir this dangerous secret his heart was hard my brain was wrought to frenzy he knew and threatened me i feared and slew him unhappy woman what hast thou done my brain twill bear no more reynolf supports him julian brings down chair my son to lothair my son curse me not curse thee kneeling thus i bless thee and swear could drops wrung from my inmost heart repay the blood thy hand has shed Giscar recovering himself this instant let all retire except uh, except the princess adelgita detaining lothair oh no 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 i dare not Giscar solemn and commanding adelgitha adelgita in a faltering voice prince i obey Exeunt Imma, guards, etc. Manent, Giscar, and Adelgita. Giscar, after a pause. I'll not reproach thee. Fear not. I will but say, and say it in mild words too, I will but tell thee, grief impedes my utterance, that we must part forever. Oh! thou knowest me knowest well my dread of shame my sense of honour knowest well my love for thee but what i suffer to find thee false and guilty this oh this thou couldst not know or sure thou hast not erred adelgita in agony heart heart giscar his emotions gradually get the better of him is it true can it indeed be real thou thou on whom i doted thou whose lips i thought ne'er knew a falsehood whose eyes spoke each wish of the heart so plainly in whose arms i hoped to have met death which in thy arms had been so free from pain and now and now adelgita her grief changes into gloomy fierceness and now you hate me giscar wild and desperate hate thee would i did but mark ungrateful mark these groans of anguish drawn from my soul my faltering voice my locks which thus i tear in frenzy and these tears mark these mark these then ask me if i hate thee sinks on a seat overcome by the violence of his feelings <laughs> flew those tears for me speak giscard speak 
falling at his feet flow they for me he motions her to leave him she rises with frantic gesture for that i was to hope it he shuns me he abhors me why delay then where are your guards come come prepare the scaffold and while i seek it bid the indignant rabble load me with scoffs and base revilings giscar starting up with looks of horror at the idea thee tis fixed and farewell honour farewell joy to adelgita resolute thy hand and mine partners in weal and woe through life i'll never leave thee and in death one grave shall hold us both imploring pardon i'll wander by thy side from shrine to shrine a barefoot pilgrim still in toils and perils my arm shall guard thee and my voice shall soothe and when thou weepest to hear insulting crowds pursue thy bleeding steps with taunts and curses with my torn hair i'll wipe thy tears away and hide thee in my breast from scorn and sorrow prince giscard as i write canst thou forgive me i can i do and love me still still love thee and more than light than life than fame than virtue i'm happy giscard giscard thus i thank thee embracing him and next reward thee thus stabs herself Discar, petrified with horror help help within there enter emma lothair etc what mean those cries oh cruel sight he receives adelgita in his arms adelgita to giscar thus only could i repay thy wondrous truth and spare thee the shame of loving where esteem was lost fly fly for aid no no the steel was faithful tis my heart's blood which oh that pang falling giscar hastening to her and raising her in his arms she dies look up my love my soul look up once more one parting word one long adieu one blessing bless thee farewell oh i am guilty guilty pray for my soul's repose pray to hereafter our spirits in a better happier world heaven oh heaven tis past she dies giscar throws himself in despair on the dead body near which lothair is kneeling while emma is fainting supported by claudia and ladies slow music end of act five note 
i make no doubt that adelgita's fate will be reckoned too severe in my justification i must observe that my object in writing this tragedy was to illustrate a particular fact namely the difficulty of avoiding the evil consequences of a first false step it appeared to me that the more venial the offence and the more amiable the character of the offender the more strongly would the above position be proved and the very nature of my object made it necessary that adelgita should be the constant victim of her single transgression in this life and only receive the reward of her many virtues in the life to come but above all i must request that no one will mistake adelgita for a heroine i meant to represent in her a woman with all her sex weakness whose natural inclinations were virtuous and benevolent but who was totally unprovided with that firmness of mind which might have enabled her to resist the force of imperious circumstances accordingly she gives way to them one after another and is led on gradually and involuntarily from crime to crime till she finds herself involved in guilt beyond the possibility of escaping such was my plan though perhaps the defects of its execution may have prevented the reader from discovering it till now End of Adelgita, or the Fruits of a Single Error by Matthew Lewis